Welcome, world. Welcome once again. I'm sorry. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. I'm 10 minutes late into this show tonight. Uh, Technical difficulties with the broadcasting uh, arm of the show. I apologize. Nothing I could do. Also, we missed the last two weeks. I announced it each time in my blog. Uh, It was Christmas Eve. It was New Year's Eve. I didn't think anyone would listen. And it was just a good time to take those two nights off. But I am back, and I'm happy to be back. Lot to talk about tonight. We're only going to get, uh, we're going to do 10 minutes less of the show, though, because this cuts out at 9.30. We're going to be in Iraq, Washington, Israel, Moscow, Cape Cod, Florida, the Brooklyn Bridge, Virginia, Canada, and China, if I had 30 minutes to do the show. I I want to start uh, tonight with uh, the retaliation that has already taken place by Iran. Tonight, Iran, within the last two hours, Iran has sent uh, 12 or more missiles uh, into two United States bases in Iraq. No information yet as to casualties, if any, deaths, injuries, or to physical damage. Uh, Inevitable. This had to happen. Uh, Trump killed their general. Uh, Soleimani, uh, and Iran said, we're going to get even. We're going to retaliate. And they have retaliated this evening. I don't think they've uh, done a proportional retaliation. Uh, We killed the number two general, one of their top men in government for so many years, and they've they've hurt two of our bases tonight again. I don't know how many are killed. No one knows yet. Uh, They announced also tonight Iran did. They said, now, if the United States responds to these attacks, we're going to attack next. And they said where they would attack next. I think it's Saudi Arabia. And if the United States continues to retaliate, we will then attack. And they gave another place that I cannot remember the name of it. Uh, so that that's what's going on. And that's what's going to happen soon. Uh, I wonder what's going on in Washington. I wonder what's been going on in Washington the last 48 hours today, especially since the bombings. Who is sitting in the White House with Trump advising him? Are they all warmongers? Is there anyone saying this is out of control already? We shouldn't have bombed them in the first place. We've got to back off. We've got, you've got to do something. But here's what we've got to do. Uh, is anyone holding out the olive branch? We're still the bad guys here. We killed the general. I don't care how many people he killed. We killed their general. Uh, and they're going to get even. Uh, but I, I'm worried that Trump, because he's been telling the people of the United States and the people of the world for the last several days, that if Iran retaliates in any way, uh, we, you know, we've got the best bombs and the best army and the best everything in the world, And we'll get them. They will be sorry, in effect, that they did it. Uh, He's bullying them. He's threatening them. He doesn't know. Trump does not understand. You cannot defecate on a nation. Iran is thousands of years old. Uh, These people are proud people. Uh, We've done it. Justifiable or not, we've defecated on them for several years. Finally had the agreement in 1915 that, Uh, was knocked out by the Obama administration regarding nuclear weapons. 
Trump, the blowhard, had to come in and say, I'm going to get rid of it during the campaign. It's no good, blah, blah, blah. And he got rid of it. And look where we are today. Because from what everyone says, Iran was sticking to that agreement to the point, to the T. They they dotted their T's. They, they hit their I's. They did what they had to do. They did not deviate from their responsibility. And Trump comes in and says, I cancel it. You can't do that unilaterally. You don't cancel agreements. He's canceled a lot of agreements. And these are the things that happen. Something that bothers me here is Vice President Pence. It's come out today that Pence has been very important in killing the general and a very important man in any decisions that are being made today. He's one of the warmongers in there. You wouldn't think of it, of this white-haired gentleman, this man of faith. This man, he's an evangelicist. He believes in God. Nothing wrong with that. We all believe in God. I believe in God. But he, 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 his God is on his arm. He exposes his belief in God. He shows it every day. Uh, and the word is he wants to go out and hit them again. Because they hit our two bases today. Uh, and this man would be president next. Oh, my God. Very bad. Moving on here. I want to talk briefly about the, the killing again of General Soleimani. Um, Pompeo, Secretary of State. Uh, the guy should resign. He won't resign. I don't understand him. Michael Pompeo. He was first in his class at West Point. The guy has to be brilliant. He was magna cum laude at uh, Harvard Law. Very impressive. He was a congressman. Now he's Secretary of State. This guy's nuts. He is a warmonger. He's a bad. He, he, he's a he's a good Trump flunky. He dances to Trump's tune, and I think he dances to Trump's tune not because he wants to be Secretary of State so much, but he believes, he believes in the same things that Trump believes in, which is a danger in itself. Now, Pompeo, uh, within 24 hours, less than 24 hours of the killing of General Soleimani, uh, in I went on Twitter and said, the Iraqis are dancing in the streets. They are celebrating the deaths, okay, dancing in the streets for freedom, thankful that the general is no more. Well, he also had a video of this, which he showed first on his Twitter account, which is 1.2 million uh, people, which immediately got picked up and went viral, and with a matter of minutes, 5 million people had seen the video, and I was one of the 5 million, perhaps you were also. And what did we see? We didn't see any people dancing in the street. There were 20 or 30 people running along the side of the street, some carrying uh, flags, the flags of, of Iraq. Uh, there was someone standing next to whoever was videoing this. Uh, and the person who was standing next to whoever was videoing it, and it was from a distance, uh, was talking. And it was his voice that was picked up. And his voice, in effect, said that the people were celebrating the killing. And that Pompeo took and said, ah, they're dancing in the streets. Look at them. They're moving. And it was a crock. He got nailed by the media here uh, within a matter of hours. 
and he never came back to talk about it again. Why do, does he lie? Why did he lie? Why do these people in Washington lie? All they, I mean, politicians have been bad historically. They lie. The Trump administration is absolutely the worst. Michelle Goldberg, New York Times uh, opinion columnist yesterday, and I'm going to quote her. Here's what she had to say about the killing. She said, and I quote, there are no more adults in the room. There are no more adults in the room. After three harrowing years, we've reached the point uh, many of us feared from the moment Donald Trump was elected. His decision to kill Major General Shemim Salamini made with little discernible deliberation, this is important, with little discernible deliberation, uh, has brought the United States to the brink of a devastating new conflict in the Middle East, unquote. And the important verbiage there is with little discernible deliberation. I don't believe Trump thought about this that much. Uh, From what I understand, and you understand from the news releases, uh, he is given by his staff, whoever they may be, a list of sites that could be hit in retaliation for whatever they thought a reason existed. And the biggest one on the thing was to kill the general. (laughs) And Trump went for it. And no one really talked against it, I think. I don't know. Uh, You can't do this. We want to live in a peaceful world. We don't want missiles flying around. We don't want missiles with nuclear warheads. Iran claims they can hit the United States with a missile. I believe them. I don't think they got a nuclear warhead, but I think one of their friends would provide them with a nuclear warhead if they wanted it. Uh, We've got serious problems, and I don't think it's ending tonight with them having retaliated and hit two of our bases, especially 40 or 50 of our boys and girls have been killed. Uh, This thing, I fear, is going to get out of hand. Now, Trump being the sort of person he is, He has certain obligations under the law. He doesn't recognize them. The Constitution says war can only be declared by Congress. He doesn't pay any attention to this. Uh, I question his authority to do what he did in killing the general. He has had legislation which permits a president under certain circumstances where there is imminent danger to do something without the permission of Congress, to initiate some sort of a minimal war effort. Where's the imminent danger? We're, what, five or six days since uh, the general was killed? No one has told us yet what the imminent danger was. Eh. So he should have gone to Congress. He should have at least sat down with the leaders of Congress, as as has been done in the past, and said, here's what we're going to do, blah, 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 to get their input. He did not. What he did do, though, who did he advise in advance? Not Congress. He advised Netanyahu, his buddy, the president of Israel, prime minister of Israel, Netanyahu. Israel had notice before the killing. Congress did not have it. Now, who should have had it? And do you not? Israel, Netanyahu for 10 years have been saying, got to get rid of the Iranians. He has wanted the United States to declare war on Iran. He can't handle the battle alone. He needs us, and he wants us in there first. And so far, we've stayed away from this in the last 10 years. 
but he is uh he's been pushing again he's been pushing again and what's happening in the last two days have you seen what's coming out of israel that now you saying he's not saying oh my god we've got to do this we've got to get him etc he's saying we have to be quiet we got to back off got to see what's happening here this isn't right he's a whore and he's gonna be re-elected again this is yes and no with his re-election but uh he uh he's bad he is i have compared him and trump they're birds of a feather uh they're both power hungry they're both bullies. That's all I can say. Uh, and it's also interesting. Trump does not, from everything I can gather, necessarily like the Jewish people. He likes Israel. Now, it's hard to draw the distinction, but I've read several columns on this. Trump likes Israel, not necessarily the Jewish people. Well, in this country, we like the Jewish people. And we've supported Israel since World War II, since the end of World War II, because of the Jewish people, not because of the state of Israel. So that's that. Now, staying with the situation that has been created in Iraq, Trump during the campaign said, going to get us out of all these wars. If you recall, when was it, two weeks ago? He says, I'm leaving. I'm leaving Afghanistan. I'm calling the troops back. We're getting out, just like that. You don't just get out like that when you've been there for 20 years. You get out, but you've got to piecemeal it out. Anyhow, uh, he said he was going to withdraw more troops from different places. Well, and Israel, I'm sorry, Iraq yesterday kicked us out. Their legislature uh, came up with a resolution that they told the United States, you've got to move out. We don't want you here anymore. Uh, Trump says, you're not moving me out. We're staying. I got an air base. You want to move me out? Pay me for the air base we built. This guy's nuts. But anyhow, so far it doesn't look like we're leaving. And the reason we're not leaving is, so far, 4,000 troops of the United States, 4,000 troops uh, from the 82nd Airborne have been deployed to Iraq. Also, today it was announced that 2,000 Marines, this is on top of the 4,000 airborne soldiers, 2,000 Marines are en route to Iraq on the USS Bataan. Uh, don't look like we're getting out. Uh, politicians, world leaders, not politicians, today aren't the same as yesterday. Uh, Ronald Reagan was a great president. Uh, Everybody was on his ass, generally, but he was a great president. He accomplished many things. Mikhail Gorbachev, president of Russia, was a great Russian leader. Uh, And he saw the way things were going, and he and Reagan got along. They were both statesmen, okay? In this week, in 1987, 1987, but a day at the end of December, rather, 1987, Reagan and Gorbachev agreed to reduce the nuclear arsenals of the United States and Russia. Would that ever happen today with Donald Trump and some other European leader? Putin? Even Putin wouldn't agree to that. Trump would no way agree to that. 
uh, how things have changed. The mentality of our leaders have changed. Let me talk about sharks. I'm getting a lot in tonight. I'm talking fast, but I only have four minutes left. Great white sharks. Now, let's put this in proper perspective. They're bad people, great white sharks. They summer in Cape Cod, and they winter in the Florida Keys. True. You find the great, the great white sharks up uh, off the coast of Cape Cod in the summer. Then as the weather gets cool, they come down to Florida, and they come down to the Keys. We have a lot of great whites down here right now. Uh, they're no different than human beings. They, they move around depending on the weather. Now, what's even more interesting about great whites, did you know that the male can change his sex to female? This is for real. A great white male can change his sex to female. It seems to be an act of nature, probably an act of God, but an act of nature. Whenever a big fish, and they are big fish, they're on, they swim in the lower part of the ocean, down deep. Whenever, though, their, their numbers are starting to fall off, for some, and they have been falling off with the great whites, for some reason, the males have turned into females so they can have sex and bear baby great white sharks. No bullshit. For real. I find that absolutely amazing. I was talking to someone this past weekend who uh, I would say is an expert in this area of fish and how they reproduce and all this. And he says, you're right. Because I, I, what I read, I couldn't believe. He says, you're right. This is the way it's done. The great whites do that. Okay. Cannibalism, terrible situation. Christmas Eve, a fellow by the name of Kevin Bacon, 25 years old, wanted to have some fun. He went on Ginder, Grinder, rather, which is a Internet dating site. He was gay, Kevin Bacon. He was looking for a gay guy to spend Christmas Eve with. Uh, he found 50-year-old Mark Latinuco. Mark Latinuco. Well, here's what happened Christmas Eve. Three days after Christmas Eve, Kevin Bacon was found hanging upside down, bare-assed, no clothes, in this fellow's apartment, his throat slit, and certain body parts missing. The certain body parts turned out to be his testicles, which Latinuco admitted, he admitted the crime, he also admitted that he ate the testicles. And that's modern-day cannibalism. Oof, terrible. Uh, okay, that's the show for this week. I, I am very sorry that I was 10 minutes late getting into the show. Nothing I could do. Uh, I kept pushing in, pressing the buttons, and I kept saying, not yet, not yet, we got a problem. And I almost gave up, but finally came through. I hope you enjoyed the show today or tonight. I enjoyed doing it. I look forward to doing it with you again next week. Please join me. I love doing this show, and I love the fact that you join me and you're interested in it. And so this is Louis Patron signing off. Till 